Okay, Mark, Notre Dame-Boston College always uh, brings up special memories of the rivalry, and uh, obviously we know about 93, and and you had some battles with them, but it also, for me, brings up memories of uh, your relationship with Sister Barbara Ann Hallman here from St. Francis Sisters of Perpetual Adoration in Mishawaka. If you could take us back to when you first got diagnosed with cancer, and then all of a sudden you get a letter from a nun in South Bend. What was your first reaction when you got that? Well, it's funny because, you know, I was receiving a lot of letters at the time. um, And so my mom would kind of go through all the letters and then uh, kind of just bring the ones that um, were encouraging rather than discouraging because, you know, I found out that um, people just want to share their story regardless of the outcome at the end of it. And, um, you know, it was... uh, I, I remember seeing the letter for the first time and just being stunned by the handwriting. I mean, you know, there. I think there's something to be said about um, you know the the intention uh, that gets put into really that generation of working on your penmanship and your script and, and I mean just a beautifully written visual note. Uh, and then you know when I read it, it was just, hey, look. Mark, uh, you know, I heard your story and I'm praying for you. Um, and, you know, I know you don't know me, but, you know, I battled through cancer too. And just want to let you know that we have a whole convent of, of nuns praying for you in the shadows of the Golden Dome in South Bend, Indiana. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. And honestly, I was like, that's neat. Um, and kind of forgot about it. But then I got more notes and more letters and, and, she would write me really like once a week, maybe once every two weeks. And just, hey, I'm looking out my window and saw, you know, it's springtime. I saw this deer outside my window and it was cool. It just brought like a little bit of uh, a light and a reprieve from, you know, my daily battle with cancer uh, from her letters. That relationship continued to to grow you you got to meet her here when when boston college was facing notre dame obviously in 2009 you were unable to play but you got to meet her and then when you got to play return to the field and play your first game you guys were you guys made sure to have her in attendance there as well take us through the growth of the relationship and what it was like that first time you met her and then ultimately having her back at your first having her at your first game back yeah, you know, basically, as I said, it kind of started with letters. Uh, it started with this kind of bond, and then my mom started writing back to her, um, and I would write a little bit in the note as well, and and so it created this kind of pen pal relationship. Um, and and you know, it was funny you know, as, as the season kind of you know, I was diagnosed in May, and then really we go the entire summer and get notes and letters from her, um, and then you know as the season starts getting underway and we're playing Notre Dame out there uh, a, a piece on ESPN had been produced where where the producer went out and, and captured video of her and so I had seen her on video and she had seen me on video but we never met in person or even spoken on the phone and so they set it up um, where you know my athletic director uh, was absolutely fantastic, Gene D. Filippo, and he, he kind of organized it and and set up this uh, this meeting. Um, and we were able to meet uh, kind of underneath the stadium in, in one of the back you know utility rooms and just spend a little time with her. And I remember uh, she was she was walking with a cane, just really wasn't walking very well at all. 
she told me that she, she gave her her cane to someone else uh, and she wanted to walk down the corridor to meet me because she said, look, if Mark can can do it and he can walk and beat fight through cancer, like I can walk to see him without the cane. And she did it. And it, I mean, it just was like, you know, talk about blessings from God. I mean, that's it was it was really cool to see. And so, um, you know, we met there. We met we, we we embraced, hugged each other and just, you know, I thanked her for all her support. And then. You know, we continued our relationship and, you know, the next year, September 4th, uh, 2010, it was my first game back. And Gene Filippo again, he said, look, if if you're coming back and you're playing, like Sister Barbara Ann is going to be there. So they flew her out and, and brought her to the game and, you know, down on the sidelines before the game, tailgated with my parents afterwards. And <laughs> it was this little old nun from from Indiana up in Boston. And she, uh, she definitely knew her football too. Cause she was commenting on the game and everything. So just absolutely fantastic lady. Mark Herzlick, uh, from the ACC network, former Boston college, all American linebacker joining us here on Notre Dame federal credit unions, Irish sports Saturdays, as we f- reflect back on his relationship with sister Barbara Ann Holman of the sisters of St. Francis of perpetual adoration in, in Mishawaka. Mark, you're you're not Catholic, you're Christian, but I'm curious if your faith grew in part because of this relationship with Sister Barbara Ann. Well, it did, and and so you know, I I don't, wouldn't even have considered myself a Christian really until I was diagnosed. You know, I'd gone to Sunday school and everything, but uh, just didn't. I guess I didn't understand my relationship with my faith, and so uh, I was encouraged to to pray by other people just when I was diagnosed. But then, you know, she started talking to me about this power of prayer and prayer and numbers and, and you know, this idea that when two people are praying, you know, when more than one person are praying together, God's listening. And so this idea that, you know, she has this powerhouse of faith coming from the convent uh, in Indiana, that they're praying for me all the time. And, and the fact that like I started getting better too, right? Like, yeah, there was medicine. Yeah, there was doctors, all that stuff. But uh, I, my spirits would get lifted. I mean, I just, I wasn't as, you know, uh, discouraged about the process. And, and a lot of it had to do with my, uh, I guess, experimental prayer. Um, and then that led to this idea of like, wow, okay, I need to, I need to figure out a little bit more about this thing because it's working and it's pretty powerful. And she definitely was a, a big part of that. No question. That's uh, fantastic to hear that re- that reflection of how she helped you in your growth. But I am curious, did you ever try to convince her to be more of a BC fan than a Notre Dame fan along this process over these years? <laughs> no, I didn't have to. I, she, <laughs> I, I, she, she was uh, Notre Dame through and through. I think uh, where she r- was residing, where she lived, her, I mean, just she was all Notre Dame. But she said, yo, I may root for Notre Dame, but you're my football guy. She used to call me her football guy. And so uh, I think it was really cool. And I think the interesting part too, just about the relationship is after, you know, college game day, put the piece out uh, that featured her and, and, you know, we kept you know talking, doing interviews and, and I would hear of other people who were, you know, sick. I would kind of refer them to her. And so she had, you know, kind of oh, developed wow. in the years following, you know, this kind of, all these different people who had been diagnosed with cancer, who she was, she was praying for on a, on a daily basis. And um, I think, you know, just from talking to her in the, in the years after, it gave her a lot of purpose in that sense of, of, look, you know, I can, I can really use my ministry 
throughout the entire country in this uh, cancer realm. You know, I have to be honest, last year when when uh, Notre Dame played Boston College, I, I realized right after it, I go, why didn't I try to get Mark and Sister Barbara Ann together? And that's one of my big regrets now, especially uh, with her passing away in, in February. I was hoping this interview would be kind of a, a reuniting on the air with you guys. When you heard the news that, that she had passed away, I know you got a chance to talk to her just before. Just how difficult was that because of how how important she was in your life, Mark? Yeah, it was sad. I got a call um, this past February from her sister, um, and uh, she told me that you know, Sister Barbara Ann was not, you know, she wasn't doing well. She was kind of coming close to, to the end and that she wanted to speak to me. Um, and, you know, it had been probably two or three years since we had spoken. Um, and so, I jumped on a call um, and kind of called the convent um, and, you know, got through to her and, you know, she couldn't speak very much, um, but, you know, she did, she was able to, to let me know that, you know, she cared about me and she loved me. And uh, you know, I said the same thing to her. I said, look, I love you. Thank you so much for everything you've done in my life and, and the lives of, of you know, other people around this entire world. Um, and I said, you know, I think that uh, God would be very pleased with, you know, this portion of your life and the best portion of your life is yet to come. So um, it was, uh, yeah, it was sad. Um, but also when you have a person like that, um, who is you know, that warm hearted, that caring and, and that you know, solid in their faith, you know, the encouraging part is like, okay, now, now you get to go to heaven uh, and, and kind of, you know, that's the whole reason why you live the right way on earth so you can have uh, you know, everlasting life and eternity. This is Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. I'm Angel DiCarlo. We're talking right now with Mark Herzlick, former All-American from Boston College, about his relationship with Sister Barbara Ann Hallman of the Franciscan Sisters from Mishawaka. How much do you think she'd be loving this football season right now for Notre Dame? Oh, boy, she would <laughs> like it a lot. Um <laughs> Man, I think she would love it. I think she would be really pumped in the beginning, just the announcement of the coming to the ACC. Uh, I think she would be excited about that, um, just because you get to play some of the teams that you, know, you get really good competition, get a little bit more structured your schedule. I think that she would be really happy with, uh, especially last week. That was a big, big, big win over Clemson. No question about that. But now comes Boston College, and we all know what happened in 1993. I'm curious – did as a player when you're playing there, does everybody know about '93? When you when you're a player, does does the the lore of what happened in '93 taking down Notre Dame after they beat number one Florida State is that like a known thing amongst the players in the program? I think it is. Yeah, you know, there's banners hanging around the stadium. You know, there's a banner that says '93 in terms of big wins. Funny when I played, we we had beat them seven straight times. Right. So like we were used to beating Notre Dame. Like that was just kind of, okay. Like it, we knew it was going to be a big game, a big rival, but we knew we could beat them. Um, and so definitely different now, but you know, interestingly, it's also the red bandana game at Boston college, which honors Wells Crowther, who uh, you know, lost his life in nine 11, rescuing people from uh, the second tower. And just, I mean, the way that Boston college gets up for that game this is going to be a really good matchup. You know, it's, it's interesting. You know, I think that Notre Dame probably played their best football last week. They have fantastic defensive front. 
I mean, Book played really well. It's funny. I, I actually am <laughs> not be popular for your listeners, but I, I'm picking Boston College in this one mainly because of the fact that, you know, Bill Dracovic transfer from Notre Dame. I mean, so many connections in this game. He's got a chip on his shoulder. You know, Notre Dame's coming off a big, big win, and uh, it's the red bandana game, so anything can happen. But it's going to be a fun one to watch. I fully expected the BC guy to pick BC because you have enough reasons to, to pick them. <laughs> so it's it's understandable. Uh, let me ask you about a specific Notre Dame player being a former All-American linebacker. What are your thoughts on Jeremiah owusu He's the real deal. He's good. And, and I think the – so he plays the same position I played when I was at BC, kind of that uh, – they call it a rover um, or you know nickelback kind of thing, but it's basically the walkout linebacker. Um, and he's fast. He is physical. I mean, he will knock your helmet off. Um, really intelligent player. I mean, I just, I love watching him play. And I think it's interesting. You know, he's definitely the best of the crew, but all three of those linebackers with Drew White and Shane Simon, I mean, they are really good, really well coached. Uh, and to me, you know, I know Kyron Williams is really good. I, I, I know the offensive line is really good, but those three are the strength of this entire Notre Dame team. Circling this back to Sister Barbara Ann, no question she'd probably be picking Notre Dame in this one? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> she's 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 a smart lady uh, and probably smarter <laughs> than me, so she, she would have probably picked Notre Dame. Mark, uh, I appreciate you taking the time to join us and kind of reflecting back uh, on your great history with Sister Barbara Ann, just a wonderful uh, woman and nun here from the area that passed away in February. Uh, thanks again for, for taking the time. Oh, absolutely. Thanks so much. Mark Herzlick from the ACN Network, former Boston College All-American. Uh, great reflections about Sister Barbara Ann Hallman. May she rest in peace. Uh, your thoughts on what he had to say? I just think it's neat to to follow the story years and years uh, later. And then I was really struck just by the, uh, the power of prayer. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I Powerful. just, I just love that in her dying days, she's like, I want to talk to Mark one more time. Mm-hmm. I thought that was neat. I remember uh, interviewing her quite a few times over the years. She's a special lady. I had her on post game after a game one time, she's sitting there breaking down the game with me. I'm like, <laughs> this is really cool. <laughs> so she's a, she's a great lady. And uh, again, uh, uh, what a wonderful life she's lived.